uh, up to Shara Locha Minig to Islam uh, Adalit 34, we continue on the uh, concepts that we discussed earlier about the Tefillin. There were some criticisms and uh, questions uh, and halachically uh, and other things. Now, this is an earlier uh, question that the Rebbe was asked. That was before the Mifzah Tefillin, but right away is ready in the beginning people would go out and they would help other people shake the lulav and the esrog and they make the blessings and uh, this is a tremendous zechus because the uh, the sign of the lulav and the esrog proclaims that we are victorious which is a sign that the Jewish people will be uh, victorious and have a successful year so this guy this person is asking the Rebbe a question, a lachik question. What's a lachik question? As you know, that a bracha, one is not permitted to make in front uh, when there is a revealed part of either the here or other covered places of a woman. And the question that this person asked was that those people who are passing by to and fro, there is definitely within eyesight, because that's the limitation, there is definitely the size of a tefach, which is the uh, hand breath, which is the amount, which would, uh, a revealed amount, which would sort of uh, prohibit one from saying a bracha based on the Torah statement that one cannot say a bracha in front of something which is considered an erva. So why should we, this is the question, why should we uh, violate a prohibition of the Torah by making a blessing in situations where there is passerbys? And so on the first day, the question is why make a bracha? Because the mitzvah putting on the, the mitzvah of shaking the lulav is a mitzvah of the Torah. So the guy who's asking is Nachatamut Chacham. So he's saying, on the first day, his question is the whole, the bracha is only midrabonim, because all blessings are drabonim. So maybe the shaking of the lulav overrides the prohibition. But why make a bracha? And the rest of the days of Sukkot were even the shaking of the lulav. Why even bother shaking of the lulav? which is Midrabonon, it seems, and here he's going to make a bracha, it's going to be violating a prohibition of the Torah. So for doing a mitzvah Midrabonon, he's in, he's almost, he's going to be violating a mitzvah of the Torah. And the Rebbe says, I'm very, very surprised to ask such a question, that you are saying that one should uh, not perform, definitely not do a mitzvah, yeah, let it be the Rabbanon. But you don't want to do a mitzvah with the Rabbanon and not make a bracha or not do the shaking of the lulav because of a suspicion that at the time that he is going to make the blessing, he will find opposite him and directly towards the face of the one who's making the bracha these circumstances which prohibit a person making a bracha. Rebbe says that's not here now this place to... Uh, go into the lengthy discussion about the details of the halachas in which in there are many situations and circumstances if you close your eyes or you turn your face around of course in those cases where they will be permissible and therefore uh, the Rebbe says of course that one should 
try to um, have other people do a mitzvah, even though it's only even when it's only a mitzvah the rabbanon, and not to worry about a situation that it might be an appropriate situation. But the Rebbe doesn't say that. Of course, one needs to take uh, precautions, not do it directly in such a way, in such circumstances.